Welcome to The Consistency Club, a monthly podcast dedicated to marketing your photography business from the creators of This Can't Be That Hard. Each month on the 15th, you'll hear an in-depth discussion about a marketing strategy that's working well in the industry right now. Looking for even more support? When you become a member of The Consistency Club, you'll unlock access to the extended version of each month's podcast, along with monthly email and social media templates and bonus access to that month's secret strategy. Sign up at go.thiscan'tbethathard.com slash club to get started. Dana. Anami. It's that time of year. It is, uh, what do they call it? Spiced pumpkin latte season. <laughs> do you like pumpkin spice? It's pumpkin spice latte. Oh, sorry. Spice. Clearly I don't. I am not a You're, Starbucks person. <laughs> you are canceled from fall. No, no, no. But I am canceled from the people who are like crazy Starbucks aficionados for sure. I, you know what? The last time I went into Starbucks, I ordered something as a medium and they looked at me like I had just grown another head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you no. You're lucky you're still allowed to walk into Starbucks. I know. I I'm not I'm not a pumpkin spice person either, but people feel real strongly about it. Yes, they do. Like you're either team pumpkin spice or you're like, no. So let us know in the comments, kids. Are you team pumpkin spice? Or, or are you team spiced pumpkin lattes? <laughs> <laughs> I think we can just end. That's uh, that's it. What's it. hilarious, I did not plan that. I know you didn't. And it, it's like the perfect segue. I can't even believe it. Actually it actually is. It um, actually is. Because today we're going to like talk yeah. about why you feel so strongly about belonging to a certain team. Like I was going to bring up the example of Enneagram, but this is an even better example. Yeah, no, this is everyone in so the entire it. world who, and of course there's a half the world is not in spiced pumpkin latte season. <laughs> um no, but the but that is sort of like, you know, when you talk about PSL, I've seen that, like hashtag PSL, whatever, yeah. starting to crop up for pumpkin spice latte. That is a, it's almost like, um, oh, what's it called? Like value signaling or um, yeah. where you're saying like, I love Starbucks, I guess. I mean, it's really yeah. like you're on team Starbucks, <laughs> but you're. But they took it to a whole nother level where did. being pumpkin spice latte is like this whole fall vibe. You're it's like vibe. ready for cozy yeah. sweaters and you're, you know, and like, I don't know, you're wearing a cute scarf and like, you know, yeah. yes, the whole thing. It's like a feeling. It's like, we know, I know exactly what that feeling is. And you are either team that feeling or you're like, you people don't own fall. We also do fall over here without pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah. And it's really created like two different teams that people, I think, feel pretty strongly about. I think they do. And what a coup on Starbucks, uh, part because I know plenty of other, you know, local coffee shops and other bigger name things that have tried real hard to get on the pumpkin spice train. But like, I think that if you are team pumpkin spice latte, you probably drive out of your way. You don't have to because Starbucks is everywhere. But like, you like turn left instead of turning right when you're at the light where there's two different um, coffee shops on either side of the street. And, you know, what we wanted to talk about today in terms of marketing is actually talking about behavior. Why do you do that? Why do you feel good about being like, I'm team pumpkin spice or I'm team, team what do you call it? Spice pumpkin spice. 
what our autonomy's team. <laughs> People who hate pumpkin stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do you, um, why do we feel so, um, why does that feel good? Why does that drive our behavior? And it, and it does like we drive, our behavior is driven by, you know, finding people who are like us and doing what they do. That mm-hmm. makes us feel good as humans. And I can just hear the people out there that are like, no, 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 no. I like to do what nobody is doing, but you are actually your whole own type of person. Those are my Enneagram fours. This is why I was going to bring up Enneagram four. You're like, I'm different. Like your whole vibe is that you're different. Like that's what's super important to you is that you're unique and you're different. And so even though your whole identity is around, I'm different from the crowd, you're super aware of what the crowd is doing. And therefore you are basically on the other team. So you would be on, I guess, team not pumpkin spice latte in this case. Well, and I remember when I was a teenager, um, my dad, ever the dork, and I have turned into fully my dad. Hi, dad. He's probably listening to this and he's going to be like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, He um, would... Uh, sit me down and like ask me questions about what the teenagers were doing. And of course I was like rolling my eyes and like, oh, but I remember one time we had a conversation about, uh, he was talking about sort of a style of clothing or maybe it was tattoos or something. And I was like, well, those kids are the alternative kids. And because back then tattoos were (laughs) not on everyone. And he goes, uh, so there's a group called the alternative kids. And I was like, (laughs) oh, (laughs) I've been caught in my own. Yeah. But it was like, oh yeah, they're all the kind of the same brand of alternative. Like they're, it's not really alternative at all. So yeah, exactly like that. Yes. You've been like caught in a lie there in your own like catch 22. But we do this on all kinds of different scales, right? It's like I walk into the store and I need to buy soap and there's a whole, you know, section of soap and I'm drawn to certain kind of branding, you know, kinds of branding or fonts or whatever, because I have this, there's almost like a people like me use this kind of soap because it's, 100%. Because it's packaged in a particular way. And we don't people think. People like me use Method. Method soap from Target. Right. I love the way it's packaged. Right. I go right for it. <laughs> and it's not a, um, it's not, I mean, you know, you don't sit there and like think those words specifically, but that's, you're drawn to certain things. And it's not just because you like them, but because, I mean, that's the whole theory behind influencers on the internet, right? Like I, you, you sort of develop some sort of platonic crush on a person that is sort of living the life on TikTok or Instagram or whatever that you're like, oh, I want that. I want that to be more like what my life is like. And because they use method soap, which has, you know, nothing to do with anything, then you're like, I'm going to go by method. Um, Or moms, like, you know, like you, you see someone and you're like, that's, I want to be like that person or that person reminds me of myself. mm -hmm. And therefore, oh, I'm going to pay. This is actually what it is. It's like that person reminds me of myself or we share similar values Mm -hmm. or I perceive us to. Mm -hmm. And therefore I'm going to pay closer attention to what they're doing Mm -hmm. because I must like the same things that they like Mm -hmm. because we are similar people. And so you can utilize that in your marketing. Those would basically be your Bluebird clients, Mm -hmm. right? So like to someone, I am someone's, you know, I am Method Soaps, I guess, Bluebird client. Mm -hmm. And we are not Starbucks's Bluebird clients, Mm -hmm. but they are out there. 
And so, you know, I think the the first step of what we wanted to talk about today is just like kind of going back. We've talked about this many times, but figuring out who is your people like us mm-hmm. and that those are going to be your bluebird clients, but like what values and what, um, yeah, like what behaviors do you do, do you do and your, do your bluebird clients do that you want more of your clients to do? Mm-hmm. And so that's what we kind of want to talk about today is utilizing the clients that you have currently taking their behaviors and kind of shining a light on them to say to all of the other people who maybe haven't booked you yet that you want to, to say, hey, hey, look at all the people like us and look what they're doing. We're over here. Like, I always think about this, like the lunchroom. You're like, you know, there was always that lunch table of like girls who were really loud and laughing and like they, you know, grabbed a lot of attention. And then there was probably another table of people that like to like read books at lunch and Mm -hmm. you were going to be attracted to one of those two tables. So whatever your lunch table is, if you can get really clear on that and be like, Hey, look at our lunch table. We're being very us right now. People will automatically be attracted and want to sit at your lunch table. And so that's what we're going to try to do this month. Right. The girls at this lunch table only drink Diet Coke. (laughs) Only drink spice pumpkin musk. (laughs) Okay. I'm never going to let that down. Um, And it works in both directions, right? Like you'll see someone that you don't Mm -hmm. identify with. And um, I mean, this really comes up in politics and I don't want to get into a political discussion, but like, I feel like in the United States, if you wear a red hat, you are making a statement about who you vote for, which is a bizarre like leap, right? It doesn't have to be a make America great again hat. It's just any red hat. And if you are not on Team Trump, you're going to walk into the store and there's a row of baseball caps and you are going to be like, I will buy any color except that one. Yes. So it's it really is this um, identity. You know, you are certain things obviously are more hard coded, <laughs> but there are other things where, yeah, you're just sort of like, mm, I want to I want to show the world that, you know, these things are. These values are important to important me. That to it's me. important. It, and so let's take it to photography that it is important to me to, you know, capture these moments with my family. Mm-hmm. It is important to me to, you know, for me, take photos with my dogs. Like mm-hmm. I identify with other people as a fellow dog mom. Like I see other people doing that. And therefore I want to do that yeah. because I'm like, oh, my dogs are also important to me. Yeah. And so Again, like I think today, what we want to impress upon you guys is like, what's your lunchroom table? Like Mm -hmm. what sitting at your table, what, you know, if you have like a little sign that you are like, we're the diet Coke people, we're the pumpkin spice latte, like what is your lunch table? And then how can you sort of take that and reflect it outward in your emails and your social media to, it's basically attraction marketing, right? Is what Mm -hmm. we're talking about. Like you're putting out the vibe and people are going to be automatically attracted to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try and think of a couple of like more photography specific examples. When I um, first got into photography, I guess it was a little more common that periodically when someone would ask me about what they should wear, my first answer was, you know, well, 
at the time, there was a lot of people who were doing like very matchy outfits for family oh, photos, yeah. like jeans and black shirts or khakis and white shirts or whatever. So mm-hmm. it was, you know, you that was a thing. And I was like, that's not what I do. And you could, I mean, obviously my website showed a lot of the opposite where people were not wearing matching clothes, but, right. um, but I would also, when someone asked that question directly or in my like, how to dress your family guide, I would sort of call that out in a gentle way. I mean, I wasn't in any way like shaming the people who did Mm -hmm. want to do that. And every once in a while, especially back then, I would get a family that would kind of show up in this like all matching outfits. Um, But I, you know, I was sort of differentiating that. So that's one. Um, More recently, certainly, you know, oh, photographers often will identify themselves as either light and airy or dark and moody, right? So that was sort of, light and airy was a big trend. And then, I mean, I don't think that that's really gone anywhere. But then in contrast to that, this sort of very dark, darker, moodier, moodier portraiture and editing style came to be popular. And now photographers will very quickly sort of like identify with one Mm -hmm. camp or the other, or like consumers now even know that terminology because we've put it out there. So I think that those are some sort of obvious ways, but it's also, you know, it's not just about like your photo style. It could be about, you know, families, my clients all love albums. And that's not true of every single client that I have, but my Bluebird client loves albums. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, you know, if I were showcasing that, I would be talking about like, Oh, I love this. You know, maybe it's a maybe it's a little real or photo of my client sitting on the couch with their kids flipping through their album mm-hmm. and talking about that. And then that's yep. going to really call to somebody who's like, I want to be, you know, oh, I would love to have that moment with my kids. With my kid. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're right, too, that like it's so funny how like the chicken and the egg sort of chase each other, too, because it's like I was just thinking of another photography example with newborn photography. Like I know there was like, you know, a moment in time when I feel like all people did was like posed newborns. Mm-hmm. And now it's again, like I think two very distinct camps yeah. where it's, you know, or even wedding photography where I feel like again, a long time ago, it was very like posed, everybody smiling at the camera. And now I feel like there's a whole nother camp that's like, I absolutely don't do any of that. And so, you know, and with, even within that, oh, okay. So you do candid, but like right. within the candid, I'm sure there's, I know I'm not a wedding photographer. So well, there's I don't know, documentary, like, okay. there's sort of, there yeah, storytelling, but you're still doing some amount of, I mean, yeah, there's all different shades within there. Yes. And like a million little camps. And so I think that when you really lean in to this is who I am, Mm -hmm. that's when people start to be like, oh, oh yeah, that that's my person. And I want to go sit at their lunch table. Mm -hmm. So that's what we want to encourage you guys to do this month. And we know you're busy. This is like a very busy time of year for most people. And I think maybe this concept is like kind of a bigger one to get your head around, but in, but in actually doing it, it's going to be pretty simple because all you have to do is basically turn the light and shine it on your best clients. Like that is what you're going to do this month is lift up your best clients to be your influencers for you to attract more people that are like them into your world and to grow your lunch table essentially. And we're, you know, obviously 
this is, I, I think it's something that we're probably all doing to a certain extent anyway. Our templates this month, both for social media and for email, are going to kind of get into a little being a little bit more intentional about that and a little more explicit. But as always, the strategies that we're teaching you are intended to be, they're intended, the templates are intended to be plug and play, but these strategies are additive. They show up as you become mm-hmm. aware of them, you be- you become more intentional about using them. You start to think about these things. It's like learning, you know, math where um, you can do a, a basic kind of a problem when you learn this one thing, but then you learn some more things and then they start to combine. So yes. all of yeah, and Yeah. I was just thinking, you know, that, that just reminded me, I got a message from somebody who is, has been with the Consistency Club since the beginning, and she did a reel that I had suggested, and it took off, and she had all of these, like, non-followers see her reel, and she's like, oh my gosh, I've been, like, waiting for this to happen for 10 months, and I'm like, well, I don't really think it's, like, a total coincidence that it happened at this point in time, because I feel like it's this every other month, but, like, it really is this idea of, like, it's building on Compound, itself. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, this strategy that we're sharing with you right now, it's really hard to do every marketing strategy that we've shared all at the same time. And that's not the intention. And so the whole point of us giving you these fresh ideas every month is that hopefully if you're trying something new every month, you're not burning your audience out on like the same thing over and over again. A and B, it keeps it fresh and exciting for you. And then it starts to work better because people are starting to see you know, for some people, attraction marketing might really be the vibe. And for mm-hmm. other people, it might not be. So, you know, you can't only do this kind of marketing. Yeah. But this month, that's what we're going to focus on. And so hopefully it's a really fun month. It's like a, it's a light month. It feels, um, it feels like easy to lean into and it feels good because this is, these are your people yeah. and like, you know, this is your lunch table. And if you are really busy right now and you're letting your marketing get behind and you are not part of the Consistency Club, you should come join, grab these templates, grab these social media post ideas. They're going to make the marketing part easy. And you know (laughs) that you will be thanking yourself three or four months from now when you still have inquiries coming in rather than like the massive dry spell that could happen if you ignore your marketing. So go to thiscan'tbethatthard.com slash club to sign up. Um, and to see a cute picture of us, I think I said that picture. last time, but it's so worth it. It's such a cute picture. <laughs> if you want to sit at our lunch table, you have to have pom-pom or yeah, pom-pom balls flying You have around. to be willing to make a fool of yourself in front of the camera. <laughs> That's our table. <laughs> oh, we're not fools, are we? We are a little bit. Um, can I finish with a story that when we started talking about this concept immediately came to mind and it's from like my early childhood. Oh, please. So I am a like, hi everyone. My name's Anami and I was, I'm a recovering thumb addict, thumb sucking addict. I was a super thumb sucker when I was a kid, uh, until I was five and my parents had tried all kinds of different things to get me to stop. And my, like in one time they were successful because I really wanted to have my nails painted and they never let me. And then they were like, if you stop sucking your thumb. And so I stopped, but then I couldn't sleep. And that was when when I was three and they were like, okay, never mind. You can suck your thumb. So then I go off to kindergarten. And after all this time of trying to get me to stop sucking my thumb, the thing that stopped me cold turkey, no problem, never looked back was this girl, Cammie. I think her last name was McFadden, and she 
uh, was mean girl in my kindergarten class. And she was like rude to the teacher and all this other stuff. And she and I were the only two people in our class that sucked her thumb. And oh. I was like, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I am not sitting at her table. Uh, that is uh, a different table. Do not associate me with her. Anyway, isn't that funny? Like it, And I, of course, I was just a little kid, but it, it was very, I remember that so clearly. And my mom and I periodically will talk about it. Like when my kids were little, uh, she was like, it was like you just transformed overnight. You were like, nope, that's not me. I am not going to sit at Cammie's table. Yeah. I am 0% surprised that you are motivated by being like, I am the A-plus student. <laughs> Don't associate <laughs> me with those troublemakers. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad that I'm bringing the multi-layered onion of myself. <laughs> anyway. You something new every month. I know. Uh, I love this topic. I, um, I can't wait to see what you guys come up with for your social media. Dana's... Um, uh, templates this month are really fun. And, um, and yeah, I hope that you're all hanging in there enjoying or not enjoying your pumpkin spice lattes. Talk to you guys next month. Bye. Bye.